a bag of asphalt filler called Cold Patch, is sitting on Jonathan Weir's porch in Hamtramck. It's a reminder of when he and his neighbors took pothole matters into their own hands. I still haven't even moved the bag of Cold Patch from the summer we did that. Weir was sitting around drinking with some friends in 2015. Just hanging out one day and we kind of posed the question of what would happen if we attempted to patch potholes. After we woke up the next day, we were kind of inspired and uh, we looked into it. The group of friends discovered that if they bought gooey, gravelly cold patch, poured it in holes and patted it down, they could repair potholes themselves. And so... That's what they did. Word of their efforts blew up like a tire hitting a pothole. Nearly $5,000 was raised for materials, and neighbors rolled up their sleeves to join them. By the end of the summer, citizens had patched roughly half the streets in Hamtramck. And then the next year, they didn't have to lift a shovel. We locked out, and the city seemed to take note. And early next, the next spring, there was already uh, spray patch trucks out there doing work, which was significantly sooner than the years before it. So that's one way you could tackle potholes in your community. But before you head to the hardware store for your own bag of asphalt, let's take a look at how the city of Detroit is tackling potholes. I don't know that Detroit roads are any worse than anybody else's. That's Cornelius Palm. He's the assistant manager for the street maintenance division at the Detroit Department of Public Works. We reached him while he was out working on 8 Mile, and the cell reception is a little spotty. How many potholes are on your radar right now that you guys know you need to get to? I would say right now there's probably a couple, a few hundred since uh, this last freeze-thaw cycle we have. The freeze-thaw cycle is what creates potholes. Water seeps into pavement, then when it freezes, the water expands and carves out holes. Palm's team locates these holes by surveying streets. Drivers also report problems by using the Improved Detroit webpage and app, a tool for citizens to submit issues to the city. Well, actually, it's an app that uh, pretty much anyone that has a smartphone can utilize. Download it onto your phone and say you run across a pothole, just put the information in and it automatically notifies us. More than 3,200 pothole issues were submitted to Improve Detroit last year. Of those, all but 14 are now marked as closed. On average, it took three days. When WDET reported a pothole near our Midtown studios, it was patched and marked close after five days, though the spot is still bumpy. But for Detroiter Karen Williams, patching potholes is not enough. Because once they patch them, they, they rip up or tear up or come off again, and you're thinking the hole is fixed until your car drives in it. See how uneven this is? <laughs> Williams is giving me a pothole tour of her northwest Detroit neighborhood. She says there's a gash on Trinity Street that's about as bad as it gets. I think they even had one of those big old metal things that cover the hole on Trinity. And then you have to drive down on the opposite, the wrong side of the street on Trinity because the right side of the street, you can't get down. Williams says she stopped using the road because it's so bad. So when we turn onto the street, she's shocked by what she sees. Oh, they redid it. This is where it was? It, from here down. It was a hole here and another hole up here with a, oh, they redid it. Look at here. 
That's a good thing. Of course, in looking for ways to combat potholes, the best defense is putting down new pavement. Detroit officials say nearly 100 miles of roads like this stretch of Trinity were resurfaced last year. But even when roads are repaved, the materials used make a difference. Most roads are made of asphalt, but they could be made with a more durable mixture called ultra-high-performance concrete. The problem is it isn't cheap. So the Michigan Department of Transportation asked the University of Michigan to develop a generic version. Professor Sharif El-Tawil worked with his engineering students to do just that. What they created was a densely packed mixture of sand and steel fibers. The strength of this material is at least six to seven times the strength of regular concrete. But to me, the exciting thing is really the durability, its ability to um, take many freeze-thaw cycles uh, before it deteriorates. In the lab, the high-performance concrete withstood three times as many freeze-thaw cycles as asphalt. So the question is, is this the great pothole cure we're all looking for? Well, El Tawil says the materials in the generic formula they developed still cost more than asphalt, at least up front. And this type of concrete is louder to drive on. MDOT tried out the material on a bridge in St. Clair County. I know that this is a hot material right now. So many states are starting to figure out the benefits of ultra-high performance concrete and are following up on the heels of Michigan Department of Transportation. I think down the line there will be numerous structures in the U.S. that use this material. Maybe in the future, roads will be made of a magical, impenetrable material. Until then, local governments will do their best to smooth things over with fed-up drivers. I'm Laura Herberg. WDET News.